Hey, folks, welcome to Joe Max Morons, uh, the podcast where our opinions are highly rated by us. Uh, we are very excited today to have uh, two That's morons not true. With, with me this time. We're somewhat tepidly uh, happy. We're, we're tolerant of each other, I guess. Is that what, is that what you mean, Adam? But we're, uh, we're happy to be here, and we're happy to uh, offer our moronic takes uh, on anything in the soccer world. Uh, with me uh, is Adam Young, uh, who you may or may not remember for the last two weeks, and Taylor Young, uh, who's here for the first time. We've referenced him a couple of times. Uh, he doesn't listen, so he has no idea what that means. <clears throat> but And I'm Joe Marabolo, and uh, happy to, uh, to be your host. So uh, one of the things we want to really get into when we first start, obviously, is the big tournament. The Euros are on. <clears throat> it, today is uh, Tuesday the 29th. So we just saw, um, obviously, the big game, uh, Ukraine and, uh, and Sweden, uh, which actually was a fantastic game. And, and being a Milan fan, Shevchenko being the coach in Ukraine, I could talk for seconds. But <clears throat> the, um, the earlier game, England and Germany, um, I told these guys I would do it. I'm going to do it again. Uh, I believe the uh, the old book DOS reboot needs a DOS rewrite because uh, that team is old or aging. And uh, Taylor, you kind of started on this a little bit earlier um, about what is going wrong for Germany. This is, as you said earlier, this is not a one game thing. What's what's up? Oh, it's not even that they're just aging. Um, you know, a lot of those players that aged out, but that is the problem because the younger players don't have I mean, there's a lot of talent there, but they don't have that mentality that you lose from Schweinsteiger and Kadira. Um, you know, um, Boateng's not in the squad anymore. So you have a lot of those guys that really lifted everybody else around them. And that's that's really in the mentality. And um, it's the same kind of thing happening with Spain, too. They've had a couple, you know, a couple really good games, but it's kind of like, what's it, does Spain going to have that winning mentality without Ramos? You know, so there's certain players like that that you're, you're not quite the same once you move on without them. And Germany really hasn't been the same since Schoensteiger hasn't been there anymore. Does Germany have AARP? Because if so, is Thomas Muller drawing well, AARP? Or is, is he, so that's, you know, that's, that's, how, that's, how's he picked? That's a, that's a funny <laughs> one because, because he was out of the squad for so long and yeah. because they were trying to, you know, they were working on their youth movement and that's, why they had such a disastrous World Cup in 2018. They couldn't advance out of their group as defending champions, you know. Um, and so they bring Mats they, Hummels back. Yeah, well, they bring back Mats Hummels. They bring back uh, Thomas Muller. And then Hummels actually had a great game today. And Muller had an opportunity clear cut that I would have never, mm-hmm. ever expected him to miss ever in his yeah. career. I was uh, shocked. To draw them, draw them level at 1-1, you know, so. I agree. Uh, you know, that was, that was really surprising. Adam, wh- how is this team going to move past this? Because the coach is out. Low, I mean, Lowe announced before the tournament he was going to be gone. Yeah. How, how are they moving past this? Well, that's how they, I think that's, that is how they move past it. They get some fresh ideas. They get a fresh manager who has new ideas, new system, new concepts, new tactics. They do have I, – I, I disagree with Taylor a little bit on the players. I mean, they have a lot of talent in the team, a lot of young talent. Not, not, I wouldn't call them young anymore, but 20s-ish, mid-20s talent. But I said, you know, they, you, have, they, got I said they have that Gnabry, talent. Sané, 
No, no, I agree. I'm just saying, like, Emery, uh, Emery Chan, he's, he's, I think, a bit older than uh, the rest of them. But they've got Manuel Neuer, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Um, Tony Cruz is still on the team. He's probably he's probably early 30s now, Cruz. I don't know. He's 32, I think. 32, okay. Um, but I did feel bad about Muller because – I like Muller. He's one of my. 31. He's probably my. 31. He's probably my favorite German player. Muller is, and uh, he missed that opportunity today to 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 level it. And it was after that you you could just see it was it was going to be England's day. I thought, um, but you know a lot of these young players came came to the Premier League like Kai Havertz and um, Werner, uh, Timo Werner, and and they just I I know that Chelsea wins the Champions League. But I feel like these guys disappointed in the in the in the Premier League. Um, but I don't know. I, but but Joe, to answer your question, they're going to move past it because they're moving on because they're going to have fresh talent, fresh ideas, new manager. It's, it's well, Germany. They're going to be a, they're going to be fine. I, I, and I think a manager a goalkeeper, that's pretty pretty fresh off of a winning the Champions League too. So who's exactly. the new manager? Yeah, yeah. Flick. He was oh, uh, at Bayern. I got right. Bayern yep, Munich. I got you. I mean, you know, you have, you know, you have uh, Newer, who's 35, uh, Muller's 31, Cruz is 31, um, you have Hummels is 32, but you do have, Rudiger's 28, which means he's still in the World Cup squad coming up. You know, you certainly have uh, Josh Kimmett, who's 26, Havertz is 22, uh, Goretzka is 26. Uh, I, I actually thought Emery Chan was older, but he's only 27. Well, there's um, okay. And there's, 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 there's a team tons, that actually still has tons of talent time. there. It's Gundogan. Gundogan is one of the best players in the world right now. And at least he was Gundogan. for Man City. It's not. It's not thirty. It's definitely not all doom and gloom for Germany because there's a ton of talent there. And at this point, I, my point was just that you know there was like that edge and that mentality that um, is hard to recapture and. Um, you know, especially when you have guys that really led the team like Neuer or not Neuer, um, Schweinsteiger that aren't right. there anymore, you know? So you really do lose something when you mm -hmm. lose a guy like that, that really is like kind of controlling the mentality of the team. And we haven't even talked about Philip Long. So. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny that I, I, I so I agree with you guys. I, I think this team still has a, a fine future. They have, I, I think they got to freshen up, freshen up the approach a little bit and, and yeah. They have, you know, again, they don't have that guy in the middle right now, but it doesn't mean it's not. I think Goretzka and I think Gunawan are, are, are sort of poised to be those players, but not quite in the same, you know, the same old school system. And and just to add on top of all of this, it's <clears throat> Germany. They're going they're going to be fine. They, they had an early exit from this tournament. Yeah, they that in I think Germany is probably the best developer of talent. I think that. Germany and France, Players, I would say, probably. Germany and France. Uh, Portugal's pretty good at it, but they develop Germany players. Germany grows their, it at home, though. So does the France. Bundesliga clubs. But the Bundesliga clubs develop players at such a ridiculous rate. Like, like really, really quality top players. They're going to be fine. Yeah. I, I, I do I, I tend to agree. I, I think they're going to be okay. And I, I think you know I, we don't get a ton of the tactics here because we don't have time for it. But we talk you know the three of us and uh, Thomas as well. We talk a lot about it. Um, and I think that I, I do think we got to freshen up a little bit. Yeah, and there's a caveat here too that 
you don't have with a lot of tournaments that this was pushed back a year. So it yeah. kind of changes the makeup of every team in terms of who's exactly. healthy, who's not. And that's not, that's not an excuse for Germany. That's more to say that anyone in this tournament that someone would say, oh, this is potentially their last major tournament. If they're playing in the World Cup, well, the World Cup's next summer now. It's not two years away. So, or not next summer, I guess it's next. It's, they moved it to November, didn't they, for 2022? But it's, it's not a full two years away like it typically is, you know? So anyone, anyone that can, you know, you're talking about in this tournament and saying like, oh, is this their last major tournament? There's definitely no guarantees there. Anyone that played here could still play in the World Cup. And, and to add to it's, you know, we were all kind of bitching about the World Cup being played in November, but it's a damn good thing now because everything got pushed back a year. Qualifying is going to be crammed into the schedule. They're going to play so many freaking games in the next 12 months that it's, yeah. it's a good thing, I think, that the World Cup's pushed to November. Well, yeah, but me, then it's just so, going to throw the whole schedule of world football off again. No, I, right I, as I agree. I agree. I, I agree. And they're going to, it's going to catch up the next two years are going to be very crammed, you know, jam packed with fixtures. All right. Move on, Joe. Oh, uh, so that actually takes us to the, the victor of the game, and that's England. And Taylor, because I like to just light firecrackers and throw them in front of you, I'm going to read for you the headline on ESPN today. And I'm just going to listen. Uh, I'm going to hang up and listen for you, okay? It's, it says, England beginning to heal inferiority complex. I, You go. Go. Well, yeah. I mean, for if they have an inferiority complex, I've never seen anyone so arrogant that has an inferiority complex. <laughs> talking, about, talking about a trophy coming home that they've never won. Like, I understand they claim to be the birthplace of the game, but really they're just the first place to... Don't, don't talk about the queen, though. Yeah, okay. They're the first place to just put rules on it, but um, I also this is this this goes hand in hand with the arrogance is how hyperbolic it is. They win one game, and sure, I know they've struggled against Germany, but look, we're not talking about the strongest Germany team they've ever played, and we're talking about one of the strongest talent-wise England teams we've ever seen. So, I mean, it's not let's not let's not lose our minds over one game here. I think this is a good time Mm -hmm. to shift to our real podcast of World War II history and go and just maybe go to, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I Thomas, think, Thomas, did, he's, he called, Thomas called out today. So <laughs> yeah, wrong, wrong, wrong one, one, yeah. Thomas, by the way, Thomas would have yeah. been super, his interest would have been super peaked by now. Um, Adam, why did England win this game? Why did they? Yes. Now, and and uh, not just the score, I mean. Super even. <laughs> Because it was 2-0. Jesus, Joe. Yeah. I thought you've been watching they, this game for a while. Scored, they scored two yeah. and Germany didn't score any, Joe. You're kind of like You know, it was great analysis. It was, it, was, it was super even, I thought. I, you know, it was kind of back, a bit back and forth. I was happy about that. that there were some chances, but England just finished their chances. We were talking about Mueller's chance earlier. In, in this level of competition, it, you know, you – Whoever finishes their chances is going to win the game, and, and England did. And uh, I think when Jack Grealish came on, that changed the game for England because he involved in both goals. Luke Shaw was involved with both goals. He started, but he didn't start the first game of the tournament. I think Gareth Southgate is finding his best team here. 
And I think Grealish is making a case for you. You can't drop him. You got you have to start him every game. So I, I, I really think when he came on, England created a couple more more chances than they had in the you know earlier in the game. And uh, you know he played the ball to Shaw, who played the ball to uh, um, Sterling, who finished the first goal. And then Grealish had the ball into Kane. He had the assist on the second goal. So uh, that's it. It's quality in the in the final third. I think I think they really took the game in midfield, which is something you just and it, it's it's such a new thing to say for it, Germany. But I think England England took the game in midfield. I think so. <clears throat> and and Taylor, I, you know, I know you you don't like to see England win, but I enjoy this group of players. I really like the players on this team, and I really like watching them play. And Adam, it's so not that's that why I I'm kind of like I might pick them to go to the semifinal. I know it's I know it's not about the players. I'm telling you why I enjoy watching it. No, no, no. But, and I'm telling you, it's not that I don't like England to win. I hate when they win. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you hate. Okay, I know you hate when they win, but but I enjoy these. I enjoy these players. I think they have a, a ton of talent. They might be the. It's it, England is never like one of the most talented teams in a competition, especially the Euros or the World Cup, and they are this time. And so I think it's it's fun to watch. We'll we'll see what happens. Let, let me give you this for the future of England, by the way. Uh, Luke Shaw, 25. John Stones, 27. Um, Mings, 28. Chilwell, 24. Reese James, 21. Declan Rice, 22. Grealish, 25. Phillips, 25. Uh, Foden, 21. Mount, 22. You know, uh, like Sterling, 26. Yeah. You know, Rashford, 23. Sancho, 21. Like, you know, this team still has a pretty decent future in front of them. Yeah. What yeah, I'll I say, agree. and anyway, go ahead, Taylor. You haven't. You haven't I, I was just going to say what I'll what I'll say about England is that uh, Jordan Pickford hasn't had a howler yet, so he's he's saving <laughs> it coming. for the knockout rounds. Yeah, he should He really should have gotten. He should have gotten that. He should have gotten it out of the way in the group stage. It's as English as tea. And yeah, I agree. The, the goalkeeper has we Joe Hart, whatever Robert Green. Rob Green, yeah, famously. But I mean Pickford. Yeah. Pickford awesome. himself is is good for one, not just because he's England's goalie, because he's Jordan Pickford. He's he's had zero goals against so far. It's gonna come. It's gonna come in pretty in like the semifinals of the tournament, and then you're never gonna hear from him again. He's not even gonna start for Everton anymore. <laughs> right. The, the, the good the good thing is is that nobody could out out you know out uh, I don't know mistake the Spanish goalkeeper for the day. I mean, the, you know, who was that? Was it? Um, who was it in goal for Spain? That the uh, Simone, I think. Was Simone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I he's, mean, just he's with uh, Bilbao. No, he's with. Uh, yeah, that one. Who he plays for? That was a. That was not good. That was that was one of the worst. <laughs> Actually, I don't I don't know if if that one was worse or if uh, Slovakia's keeper punching it into his own goal was worse because I, at least the, at least the pass back was on target. Like the ball wasn't going in for Slovakia's keeper, and he punched it in. So I think the Spanish own goal was worse because it was an own goal from about half field. <laughs> was, well, and yeah. did it did it actually? Who played the ball back? Did uh, Busquets play that back? No, it wasn't I thought, Busquets. As, as I thought. I mean, regard regardless of who it was, I'm I'm pretty sure whoever played it back actually got credited with the own goal because the keeper didn't even touch it. I think so too. Yeah, that's, that's the harshest own goal. I've ever seen. I I, I agree. I, I think I think that one there was just such a massive yeah. howler. Like I that one there was uh, 
uh, was just embarrassing, and it's it's good that that one's going to live yeah. for for quite some time. Yeah, that one's going to well, have more than it's fifteen. They ended up winning. Game. They ended up winning, and he made a great save late in the game too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but but you know, who would think that Spain would would have would struggle so much to 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 get through the tournament as well? I, I don't well, think Spain's, they've really been all that great. Spain's been Spain's been the same kind of thing as Germany of late. After such a sustained period of success and. You know, after probably after the next World Cup or the next Euros, we'll see the same kind of thing happen with France. I mean, I know that they crashed out mm-hmm. yesterday, but it wasn't. It was more of a everyone went and took a nap after they went up three to one, and they, you know, they may as well have just completely left the field. But I think we're, you know, we'll see. You, you see, you see these cycles happen with national teams because yeah. once you have such a sustained period of uh, just quality, it's hard. You just, you can't keep that up. I mean, it's, it's really difficult to do. I know. So, my, so, my point earlier, we were talking about what's wrong with Germany. Okay. So they go out at the round of 16, but you know what? There's so many, it's, it's Europe. There's like, there's so many good teams. There's, there's France, there's Belgium, there's England, there's Portugal, there's Spain, there's Italy. There's, you know, look at, look at the number of quality teams here. I mean, it's not, the end of the world. Well, just the last didn't advance. The last World Cup in this Euros, we're just not used to this from Germany because if you go back to major tournaments, uh, you know, since the 2002 World Cup, so what they missed the Euros in 2000. So 2002 World Cup, you've got you finish second, then you finish third in 2006, then you finish third again in 2010, then you win it in 2014, and then after all that, you don't make it out of your group in 2018. You know, it's like yeah. You, you got to take every you get like we're just used to such sustained success from Germany, so it's it's not that palatable right. when they go out like this. Are are you guys watching um, Copa America at all? I actually haven't at all. Okay, so no. let, we'll, let's come back to this question. But here here's my question: With Germany kind of falling down, France <laughs> fell on their face a little bit here. Uh, and, and again, France fell on their face way more than Germany did because they're in that period of yeah. sustained success but, yeah. right now where they should be but, winning everything. But the question, the question that I, that I'd love to explore at some point, even if it's just like the, you know, at a bar over a beer is, is this an opportunity for a South American team to, uh, to come forward and, and win the next world cup? So is, is, is this going to be a blip? Cause I, I think the European teams have had an advantage because they challenge each other. They push each other through euros and, and, and just through that international competition, in, like there's just more quality teams in Europe, and I think that's just that's just a, a given. But well, Brazil is world... playing a, a really tough Copa America right now, and I don't think Brazil is even at their best. But is there an opportunity for a Uruguay? Is there an opportunity for an Argentina or Brazil to to infiltrate that that upper echelon and 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 perhaps steal a World Cup in two years? I don't. I don't, mean, I, 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 sure. I don't I think Argentina call it, or I, Brazil would be a steal. No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think they're, they're that. Either. I don't think they're. They're not the Brazil they used to be. Like they're. they're well, I think Argentina is not the Argentina they used to be. I mean, I think Argentina's Uruguay and Argentina. I think are playing really. I, I've been watching them come back. They're they've been really good. And the pirate, uh, as as my as my lovely wife likes to refer to uh, Cavani, uh, he he has just been. And, and you guys be Manchester United fans like he's been freaking brilliant. Yeah, just he's, 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 he's so a, freaking smart on the field. He's so smart. He's an amazing, every, every amazing player. And yep. he's an amazing uh, player that I wish I got to watch more of because 
you know, I don't, well, I don't get to watch the French league. You know, I watch the Premier well, League because it's what's mostly on TV, and we're fans of Manchester United. So we got and to watch him a lot this year. We get to watch watch him a lot this year, but I didn't watch him over over the course of his career. And uh, we saw him this year, and I was like, wow, I was very impressed with with him because I watched him more closely than I had before. I mean, I'd seen him in the we really Champions only got to yeah watch him in the Champions League with PSG. Yeah, but he you, he's he fit in really very quickly with Manchester United because of his IQ on the field. He, he understands the runs. He yeah. understands the decoys. He knows when to turn his back to goal. He knows when to kick out, kick out wide. He knows when to overlap. Again, he 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 understands when center backs are playing man. Yeah, and how and how to break that and, and, and get behind. And in the, he's he such just, a physical so player. Smart. He's not going to be he's not going to be thrown off the ball in the Premier League. Exactly. And yeah. and and and, I, and this can't be understated. What, his hair is amazing. <laughs> that amazing. is you're right that can't be understated but it can't be understood what, what i what i thought was amazing with him is his movement he's always ready to receive a ball and that's just not runs off yeah. the ball he's always running to space he's always running to the right space yep, he's yep. Always, he, whether he's coming to the ball or he's running into space but his body is always in the right position to receive the ball or to to have a shot or to, i mean he's just well he's that's incredible. why he's I, I that's really why like, he's such a I good really finisher like because this, the, this, the ball can, this the ball can come in and at him from any angle, and and he can, he's he has his body positioned correctly to either take it down and shoot, hit it one time, whatever he has to do. He and, I, I and really that's the intelligence you guys are talking about, like intelligence or just the sense of where you are in the field and where the goal is and what the situation is. And yeah. his situational awareness is just it's top notch. I mean, it's yeah, it's absolutely better than well. Better than anybody this, else in the field, I think. In the this group, pair. first and foremost, has an appreciation for Chris Rolfe and Joe Max, Joe Max Moore. But in the tier two of, of players, of course, no one reaches their level of talent and amazement. But tier two, of course, uh, we've all talked about Cavani since before he was at Manchester United. We've all talked about him at PSG. We've all talked about his play. The guys have been nothing but a hard worker and a smart runner and everything else, uh, you know, through the course of his career. And I think that's something that, like, he, he could play on any team for that reason. And that's yeah, why I think absolutely. that's why he, he made himself a must start player for Manchester United with Greenwood and mm-hmm. Rashford and Martial and everyone who were actually succeeding. These weren't players that needed to be replaced. Yeah. But he's kind of in the perfect situation right, right. to excel as a center forward at United, because you've got these young kids doing all the running around him with all the pace for balls in over the top. And then you have him, with his, he's got hold-up play. He can interchange. He can flank out to the right when need be. He's not beating you for pace or anything anymore. And he's not really, yeah, he's but, not really taking you with the ball at his foot. But he's got like, like you said, the intelligence that he he does all the running. He does all the work. He doesn't really lose the ball, and he will finish any opportunity he has. So you pair yeah. him with a couple of less experienced players. He's going to elevate their game. They're going to provide the service that he needs. And it's really obviously worked out very well. But, but he's for United. But he's not. He's you know he will put a shift in. He's not afraid to put a, a hard shift yeah. in. He'll, oh he'll yeah, absolutely. Rashford. absolutely. He elevated Rashford. Saying, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying he doesn't have like the pace he once had. You know. That's, I got you. Yeah, that's yeah. The point I'm Taylor, he's beautiful, and, well, and, yeah, uh, I, and I'll, I, I'll hear I'll hear nothing about that. I did not say that. <laughs> the no pirate. one's disputing that. The pirate. So we only have uh, about a minute left. I, I do want to say 
the three of us spoke earlier about Mbappe. Mbappe is going to be fine. He's young. He's he's terribly talented. He's 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 successful. He's he's. I hope he's strong-willed, and I hope I hope he uh, he brushes this off as as it should be. Um, it stinks to miss that penalty, but the fact is they were there for they were there in penalties for a reason, and it wasn't necessarily all on him. Um, I I'm I'm going to close us out by uh, by saying that uh, I look forward to more uh, more of the Euros. I look forward to speaking to you guys uh, more so both on the podcast and just in general. Uh, I, I, I believe I have your text information and that maybe we text 64 times an hour. Um, but, and I also look forward to uh, Italy uh, uh, having an opportunity to take the entire thing down. Um, but thank you both for being here. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to have as many the more of the, of the OG morons as possible in our podcast. Uh, Taylor, who's winning the Euros? Belgium. Adam? I'm going to go with Italia. Sticking with Italy. I like it, man. I like it because my prediction of France sucked. Well, my prediction um, my, was my, France, that too. Was, that was my prediction, too. If you, can't, I, if you, have, if you haven't seen the three French jerseys behind me. I'm going to go with Italy, but I think England could because England's on the, 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 the weaker side of the could. bracket. I, luckily, England's going to fall on their face. They always do. Uh, so I, it'll at least be fun to watch. England, uh, so England, it, might be, it might be in the final. England's going to lose to Christian Eriksen. Oh, my God. That's what we needed in this podcast. Uh, well, thank I'm you saying both. Denmark, Denmark's very motivated right now. They are very motivated. I, 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 I think that Denmark – I mean, honestly, Denmark, <laughs> England, Italy, and Belgium all have, all have a shot. Yeah. I, I can't wait I to see how it plays out. So, uh, so thank you very much. And uh, for everyone out there, please, uh, please consider following us. Uh, perhaps uh, we have a Twitter account and you can say, hey, nice job, or feel free to say you suck. we got thick skins. We don't care. Um, so um, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, guys, thank you very much for being here, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.